are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Monday show for you. We're going to talk about the Golden Bachelorette. Is it coming? Did the Bachelor world put something up on their website that basically gave it away? We're having a Golden Bachelorette. I've got something else from Nick Vial that has nothing to do with what he said about Gary. He's being called out by a couple TikTokers who have a combined almost 7 million followers between them. We've got an update from Traders Season 2 on Peacock. We know when it's coming, and they're going to do it a little bit differently this year. We'll get into that, plus maybe some other things that we'll talk about. I don't know, Taylor Swift at the Chiefs game yesterday in New England. (laughs) Another funny incident. We'll get to all that momentarily. All right, let's start here. In the fact that everyone has been asking ever since Gary's season of The Golden Bachelor has been such a success. You heard Susanna and I talk about it on Thursday's podcast. We went over the numbers, everything like that. It's just an absolute smashing success for them. They haven't put out a show that's gotten this many viewers since COVID. It's beaten. Its finale had better ratings than any episode in the last nine seasons that they've shown In their franchise. So that would be, um, let's see, Katie, Michelle, Clayton, Gabby and Rachel, um, Zach, Charity, and two uh, Bachelor in Paradise seasons. So that's eight seasons. Did not produce one episode that was better than the Golden Bachelor finale. So naturally, the question turned into, well, are they going to do a Golden Bachelor season two? Are they going to do a Golden Bachelorette? The network isn't saying anything. However, if you go to BachelorNation.com, their website, that has interviews with contestants, updates on former couples, it's got a little alumni stuff in there. If you go in there and you click on Shows and click on Golden Bachelor, and if you were to click on Apply, it brings you to a page that says you either click I want to apply or nominate someone under the picture that says Golden Bachelor. So if you click on the Golden Bachelor and click nominate someone, it brings you to a page that says the Golden Bachelorette now casting senior men looking for love. Apply now at goldenbachelorettecasting.com and then it has you fill out stuff there. So It certainly looks like it. We're not going to get any sort of announcement, I don't think, because we haven't even started airing Joey's season. We haven't even announced our next Bachelorette, which films in March. But I think we're going to get a Bachelorette season in March, like we usually do, and then a Golden Bachelorette following it. It just doesn't make any sense. Seemingly, that's what people want, and you're asking, well, who would it be? Look, the only reasonable person it would make sense for, at least one of two people, if they're going to go the route that they always do for Bachelor and Bachelorette, which is choose someone from the previous season, the only two that make sense, really, are Faith or Leslie. And my guess would be Leslie, just by the way things went down, everything she said at the After the Final Rose on the couch about not being chosen. Look, it's the storyline is all, all there. Put it this way. If this was um, The Bachelor and we had a final two girl sitting on the couch saying the things that Leslie did, 
every single one of you would be saying, oh, my God, she's getting the Bachelorette edit. So I don't think we should treat that any differently just because it's an older generation and it's the Golden Bachelorette. Leslie got the absolute Bachelorette edit uh, during that finale. So I don't see why it wouldn't be. But are they going to make an announcement anytime soon? Probably not. Now, the other thing we don't know is the filming schedule. Right now, the filming schedule has been Bachelor Films from September to November. It airs from January to March. Then right when The Bachelor is done airing, we get, uh, let's see, when The Bachelor is done airing, basically that mid-March, that week is when they usually start filming The Bachelorette. And The Bachelorette will go from mid-March to about the first week of May. And then Bachelor in Paradise films in June. Here's what I'm going to tell you what I'm hearing behind the scenes. This is unconfirmed reports. When I get it confirmed, I'll let you know. Or if it's wrong, I'll flat out tell you. And I usually don't like telling you what I'm hearing because that immediately turns into reality Steve said this. I can't be more clear when I say this. This is an unconfirmed report. But based on everything that just happened, it's not that far-fetched. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I will keep you updated as we get closer. I've heard they're scrapping Bachelor in Paradise next year. And they're going straight to Golden Bachelorette right after Bachelor. That's what I'm hearing. Now, we've got time. It's only December 18th. Bachelorette hasn't even been announced. I'm assuming it's going to be one of Joey's women. It's not very, not going out on a limb there saying that. It's probably going to be one of Joey's women. We don't know who yet. But I'm hearing that after Bachelorette is done filming in May, they're going to go into Golden Bachelorette filming. Which means you wouldn't do Golden Bachelorette right then and there and then do Paradise after that. So it does make sense that I'm hearing they're not doing Bachelor in Paradise next year. That's what I'm hearing. It's not a done deal. Wait till ABC officially makes their announcement. But I'm hearing Golden Bachelorette is coming right after they film Bachelorette in 2024. So sometime around May and June and spend a little more time on it. Because Gary's season, remember, Gary's season lasted less than a month. So now knowing how successful the show is, my guess is they're going to spend more time on it. Maybe do six weeks. More travel involved. Stuff like that. But I'm hearing it's going to be a Golden Bachelorette. The website for BachelorNation.com, if you go to casting, you can see it. Click on Golden Bachelor, and it brings you right to the Golden Bachelorette, saying they're looking for single men. Makes sense. But yeah, I'm hearing. Now, I don't know if this means forever and ever for Bachelor in Paradise, if this happens to be true. I don't know if it means that. But what I'm hearing is Bachelorette is going to film in its normal spot March through May, and then we're getting Golden Bachelorette filming after that. I ha- it doesn't make sense to film Bachelor in Paradise after that. Because then The Bachelor in Paradise would be airing, oh, I don't know. You know I, look, they've done it before in the past. They pushed it back, you know, start time of October or whatever. I guess it can still happen if they want to not run it simultaneously with Golden Bachelorette. But that's what I'm hearing. 
So um, keep that in mind. I We're probably months away from this even becoming official or not official, but just know that I'm hearing things behind the scenes. And a lot of the stuff I've heard behind the scenes lately has ended up being true. So I'm not saying this is just yet. Like I said, we've got months. I, I guarantee this isn't going to be solid or confirmed until maybe February or March. Like we're months away from this being a real thing. But what I do know is they're filming. I, I, I do know that they are filming Golden Bachelorette right after Bachelorette. So I think we're going to have a cancellation of Bachelor in Paradise, at least for 2024. You all have heard about microdosing, right? If you, if you haven't, just know that a lot of people are microdosing now. And if immediately you think, oh, my God, I'm going to get high. No, that's not it. You know that you know, just right feeling when your body and mind are, are at peace or you just had a very relaxing day and you're zoned in, you're focused and you're being energized. Microdosing can help you get in that zone easier and stay there longer. It relieves anxiety or pain or muscle tension, helps you fall asleep or helps keep you asleep, spices up the sex life and intimacy, mood boosts, relaxation. You live in the moment. Microdose gummies do exactly what you want them to do. Me, I'm not a weed guy at all. Never have been, never will be. But a little tiny dose of THC has worked for me. Just a half a gummy, perfect dose, helps you relax, get off this, you know, hamster wheel just running around in your head, and it just gets you in the right place. I'm just chilling, be able to let go of the day's stresses, and I just don't feel run down, I don't feel lazy or hazy. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code REALITYSTEVE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com. Promo code is REALITYSTEVE. Microdose.com. Promo code REALITYSTEVE for 30% off. Okay, this next stuff involves Nick Vial and has nothing to do with anything revolving Gary. But there is some stuff going on right now where he's being called out by some major TikTokers out there who've got one of them has 4 million followers, one of them has... 2.7 million followers. And basically what it comes down to is this. We talked about it when I had Dave Neal on the podcast. We talked about the Matt Rife Netflix special where he made a joke at the very beginning and it's really set people off. This has nothing to do with that. This has something to do with another part of his Netflix special where Matt Rife talked about, he made a joke and, and, and um, you know, it's a joke. Some people think jokes are funny. Some people think they're not. It was just a joke. He was talking about women relying on astrology too much when it comes to relationships. And basically the punchline was just because Jupiter has a ring and you don't basically, you know, you don't need to follow all their astrology and all this stuff. Well, there is a TikToker out there who has a six year old son and she, she put him on her TikTok, and it was one of those stitch things where they show the Matt Rife clip of him saying, come on, you know, just because you, just because Jupiter has a ring and you don't, and then they cut to a clip of her six-year-old son who says, and her six-year-old son is very much into space. It's like his big thing. He loves anything to do with space. So knowing that, she put him on her TikTok. And the kid says, hey, Matt, 
It's not Jupiter that has rings. It's Saturn that has rings, and you're not nice to women. Well, Matt Reif, for God knows what reason, decided to actually punch down and write a comment on this woman's TikTok where he's addressing the kid. I'm guessing the kid doesn't read his mother's TikTok comments, but Matt Reif wrote on this woman's TikTok comments, your mother's your mother's buying your presents for you this year. Santa isn't real. She's buying your mother. She's buying your presents for you with the money she is making off of her OnlyFans account, which this woman doesn't have an OnlyFans account. So he's basically shaming this woman for God knows what reason. And so Nick Vial, of course, had a take on this. And let's play Nick's take in case you haven't heard it. Uh, where is it? about this Matt Reif drama. He basically has some joke about Jupiter and like space. This woman on TikTok, Bunny Hadea, she has a son and he's obsessed with space. She duetted or stitched his little clip of his comedy special. The little boy says, Jupiter doesn't have a ring, it's Saturn does, and you're mean to girls. And Matt Reif comments on the video. Jupiter also has a ring. Oh, dot, dot, dot. And Santa isn't real. Your mom buys your presents with the money she makes on OnlyFans. Good luck. That was gross. His comment, yeah. disgusting. He is 100% wrong for his comment. And, not but, but and. What the mom is doing, exploiting her son, is disgusting. Clearly the mom used her son as a prop to be like, here, this would be cute, say this. Clearly she fed him the line, she put him out there, and if you don't want your son to see Matt's comment, make sure he's not on the internet, he's six years old. It's gross that she is exploiting her son for clout. What Matt did is... Okay, so he's saying, hey, I don't agree with what Matt wrote, which nobody should. And secondly, he's saying this mother is exploiting her son without really knowing who this mother is. So the mother decided to take to TikTok to call out Nick. And this is what she said. Matt Reif has decided to start beef with my six-year-old child online. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That is the uh, that is the mother who is talking about this whole situation. She doesn't call out Nick. She's calling out um, Matt Reif for the whole thing and basically says, I don't use my son for clout. People that follow me know I have a son. I rarely ever use him in my videos. Yes, you all know the people that do know me and knew, know my son know he's obsessed with space. So I thought it would be funny to put him on there. And yes, I told him to say the line. That doesn't mean I'm exploiting him for anything. Well, the woman that woman has 2.7 million followers on TikTok. Her name is Bunny Hadea. And then her friend, who's got 4 million followers on TikTok, decided to wake up and absolutely go savage on Nick Vial. So you can listen to that here. Hi, Nick. Unfortunately, I have the time today. One thing about me is I defend my best friend fiercely, especially against men that are known to be misogynistic and, uh, you know, S-L-U-T, shame women. Remember the time you embarrassed that poor woman on national TV and outed her for sleeping with you? Or what about that time you told the girl that it was, hmm, what was it? False advertising that she had on a push-up bra? Not surprised that this is your take, considering you have made it your job and livelihood to put down women for everything that you believe that they're doing wrong in dating, instead of calling out the men that are actually misbehaving. Do we see a pattern going on here? And exactly what were your credentials to be such a dating expert? Being on The Bachelor three or four times and still ending up single after all of them? You talked about Matt for about five seconds in that video and the rest of the clip is shaming Bunny for letting her son say a funny space fact. There were about five million other stitches of that comedy special that Matt Reif did and he chose to come for the six-year-old. 
Hello? Didn't come for a single man. In fact, I have never seen him come for a single man. Only women and children. But please, let's choose to focus on the fact that Bunny let her son say a space fact. Again, he has no idea who the hell Matt Rife is. It's very easy to say to your son, hey, buddy, this guy made a bad joke about space. And people don't really like him because he's not very nice to girls. We like to be nice to girls, though, right, buddy? Like... Hello, two plus two equals four. Let's let's use our common sense. Think what you want about her posting that video in the first place. I'm not here to argue that. It's a it's like banging my head into a wall to have that argument. Point is that the more obvious pattern here is that you have a real big issue just holding men accountable for their shitty behavior. It seems that you always find a way to somehow blame the woman. If you have such a big issue with family vloggers, which so do I, go ahead and Google my name real quick. You'll see a bunch of national and international articles about how I feel about family vloggers. There's a whole lot more people to hold accountable that actually use their kids to build their platforms and actually monetize them and actually use their kids' content to pay their bills. So I'm very much looking to all of your future podcast episodes holding all of those people accountable. Okay, so she, her name on is Cody, K-O-D-Y-E on TikTok. And there were a couple points that she made that I agree with, a couple points that she made that I kind of glossed over. She did say that Nick doesn't call out men. And I wouldn't say he called out Matt Rife, but he did not agree with what Matt did, which was commenting on Bunny Hadea's TikTok. It's like, I, I cannot believe Matt Rife took time out of his day to write that and say, like, what's the point of doing that? Yeah, he's probably thinking the six-year-old isn't reading his mother's TikTok comments, but why be such a dick and say, hey, Santa isn't real and your money and your mother pays for your Christmas gifts with her OnlyFans money when she doesn't even have an OnlyFans account? Like, that's wrong. Nick said, I don't agree with Matt said, with what Matt said. That's a, that's a dick thing to do. So in that aspect, this Cody woman didn't need to call him out for that. However, why Matt had to go after this mother and say she deserves just as much of the blame for exploiting her son, again, is this a major issue? No, it is not. But what is his deal? Why is he even involving himself in this? I don't even understand why he would think that the mother did such a horrible thing. How many people put their kids on their TikTok, and not even for exploitation, you know? Hell, the fact that she used her kid and she got Matt Rife to respond, I'm guessing Bunny Hadea did not think that her stitching a five-second clip of her six-year-old son saying that was going to get Matt Rife to respond, especially in the way that he did. I didn't think it was exploitation whatsoever. And Nick is just like, oh, she just deserves just as much as the blame. What? Why? Blame of what? There are so many people on TikTok and Instagram that put their kids on it and they're not exploiting. We do know some that absolutely use their kids to exploit their social media, but go on Bunny Hadea's TikTok and look at how many times she uses her son on her TikTok. It's very, very few. Yeah, I didn't know who this woman was until Friday, but when this story blew up and all these TikTokers, these two major TikTokers who were obviously friends, who have got almost 7 million followers between them, call Nick out, or Bunny called out Matt, her friend called out Nick, I just I just don't understand why Nick has to continually step in it every single week. Just lay off. <laughs> like, my God, it's just, it's just never-ending with him.
Jeez. And finally, season two of the Traders trailer went online on, I believe, Friday. We've known the cast for a while. It was released by one of the online sites. However, now we've got some information on it, and it is good. Last year, you remember, when the Traders dropped, they dropped all, it was either eight episodes or ten episodes, whatever it was, the day that it came out, all the episodes were dropped. For season two, they're changing it up. First off, it's going to be released in three episodes on January 12th, which is a Friday, I believe. Yeah, it's Friday. But then they're only going to do one episode a week, and they're going to be every Thursday following that. So I don't know if we know how many episodes there are going to be, but we do know three episodes, Friday, January 12th, and then one new episode every Thursday. And there's also going to be an after show called The Traders Postmortem, which is going to have additional footage and interviews with the eliminated contestants. Now, this is an all-reality TV cast, and it is loaded with a lot of your favorite stars from Survivor and The Challenge. CT, Bananas. We've got Dan Giesling from Big Brother, Janelle Perzina from Big Brother. We've got, uh, who else from Big Brother? Those are the only two from Big Brother. Maximum Smirkovsky from Dancing with the Stars is on it. Marcus Jordan. Michael Jordan's son is on with his, what, fiance? Larsa Pippen. They're on it. Um, we've also got some Survivor legends. Sandra Diaz-Twine, a two-time winner. We've got Trishel from The Challenge. We've also got uh, Parvati from Survivor. We've got Peter Weber, the former Bachelor, who was also on Hannah, and, uh, Hannah Brown season. So those are some of the big names. Deontay Wilder, boxing champion is on it and a few others. So a really, really just loaded reality TV cast that I'm guessing a lot of people are, are going to like, I'm looking forward to it. I really want to see how they change it up from season one, since everybody that wa is on season two, I'm guessing watched season one and saw, okay, wait a second here. We know they picked three in the beginning. And then every time that someone was eliminated the next morning, when they walked into the breakfast room, the last two people in were usually part of the final three. And so it's just like, okay, well, wait a second. That's kind of a tip off to who was up for nomination and whatnot. So I, I, I think they got to change it up. And even in the trailer that they showed, they said there are going to be twists this season that we have not seen before. So looking forward to that, but it should be a really interesting show. And especially with these randoms, like, you know, bananas, CT, Maxim, Parvati, Sandra Diaz-Twine, Peter Weber, Trishel Cantatella, Tamara Judge from Real Housewives of Orange County, Sheree Whitfield from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, like I said, Larsa Pippins from Real Housewives of Miami, but she's there with her fiancé, which is just, we all know how weird that is, the fact that Michael Jordan's son is engaged to uh, Scottie Pippins' ex-wife. <laughs> just so random. Anyway, or not necessarily random, it's messy. Flat out just messy, but we've got our we've got our details. The trailer is up, and then three episodes we're getting on January twelfth, which is not far away now. It's less than three weeks away, and then we're going to get uh, one episode every Thursday. So I'll definitely be talking about that on Fridays, the the new Traders episode. So look forward to that. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please uh, follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review if you can. 
Please um, tell your friends to follow uh, the Sports Daily. We'll be up in an hour from now if you want to check that out. And we'll be back tomorrow with yet another Daily Roundup. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.